Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's a Minimalist Monday edition of Optimal Living Daily, episode 2515, How to Declutter Without Feeling Wasteful. Is Decluttering a Waste of Money? By Antonio Collins of balancethroughsimplicity.com, and I'm Justin Mollick. And we're gonna jump right into today's Minimalist Monday post as we optimize your life. How to Declutter Without Feeling Wasteful. Is Decluttering a Waste of Money? by Antonia Collins of balancethroughsimplicity.com. Decluttering can be difficult or daunting, and we often find excuses or reasons to avoid or put it off. A common argument that I often hear is that decluttering is a waste of money. In this article, I'd like to share my thoughts on how to declutter without feeling wasteful. Decluttering is a positive experience. First and foremost, decluttering is meant to be a liberating and exciting opportunity to create time, space, and freedom in an otherwise cluttered home, schedule, and life. Decluttering doesn't have to be stressful. Of course, there are times when we have to get rid of stuff that we might not normally want to. Maybe you're sifting through the personal possessions of a loved one who's recently passed away. Perhaps you're downsizing and have to let go of stuff to fit into your smaller, new home. However, Decluttering because you want a change, a fresh start, and or because you've got too much stuff and want to reclaim control over your life by having less instead of more, decluttering for these purposes should be realistic, empowering, and positive. There are so many tips and resources to help you declutter your home and life. Decluttering problems. However, decluttering does also throw up some challenges. Common decluttering problems include lack of time, lack of motivation, lack of support from others in your home, lack of strategy, feeling overwhelmed, and not making decluttering fun. Sometimes we don't prepare for decluttering. We make a few decluttering mistakes and we get stuck not knowing how to overcome them. We may even declutter and then still find that our home looks cluttered, but we don't know why. However, a very common decluttering problem is how to declutter without feeling wasteful. We feel guilty for getting rid of something that we spent money buying. We regret the purchase, but don't wanna declutter because it feels like a waste of money. How to declutter without feeling wasteful. Number one, the waste comes when you purchase an item unwisely. Shopping without being mindful of what and why you're buying it is, I believe, where the true waste comes in. That's the moment when the money leaves your purse, hand, or bank account. Getting rid of something that's been sitting in your wardrobe unworn for three years won't waste money any less than the moment you bought it in the store. Shop mindfully 
and wisely. Number two, donate or give away. If getting rid of an item feels wasteful, try to donate or give away things. There are many people who can't afford to buy the item new and who would dearly love what you no longer want. Donate to charity or give away to those who could really benefit. Number three, change your language. I'm using the term get rid of items because it's a useful catch-all term. However, I equally mean donate, recycle, or sell. If you struggle with feeling wasteful in decluttering, then I encourage you to watch the language you choose. Get rid of sounds negative, so replace that with pass on, give new life to, or make better use of in your thoughts and feelings towards decluttering. Number four, sell if you need. While selling comes with its own pitfalls, it's certainly a way to generate a bit of money if you need to build your finances. Perhaps the money you make could be put to a better use, such as towards creating experiences and memories with your family and friends. I'd rather enjoy a day out with my kids than having extra stuff sitting in my cupboards. Number five, getting rid of perfectly good stuff. Much of the clutter in your home might be of perfectly good or really good quality and condition. Although it can be difficult, you're not obliged to keep something because of its quality or condition. There are many people who would enjoy, benefit from, make use of, and be delighted to receive these items. In many cases, the items would be used more often, be given a fresh breath of life, and bring joy to others. Number six, acknowledge past decisions. The decision to buy or acquire an item is something that we need to take ownership for. I've made plenty of unwise purchases, but I made them nonetheless. I don't like to regret them, but I prefer to learn and avoid making the same decision again. We are all a product of our past decisions, but how we deal with those decisions shapes our future. Number seven, swap regret for hope. How we think about things has a big impact on how we feel about them. Shift your thoughts from a negative mindset that's going to hold you back and replace it with positive hope for the future and what a clutter-free home will give you instead. Number eight, ask the right decluttering questions. Knowing what questions to ask of yourself and every bit of stuff you hold up to assess will help you declutter with confidence and clarity. You might still regret spending the money in the first place, but when you consider what value your stuff is adding to your life right now or holding you back from, then it might help you come to terms with your feelings of wastefulness. And number nine, Focus on the benefits. Some of the benefits of decluttering are going to be priceless and far more precious than the price tag on stuff you might be struggling to declutter now. Although there is inevitably a trade-off in every decision you make, keep versus let go, just remember why you're doing this and what you're going to gain as a result. Let go of feeling wasteful when decluttering. The guilt or shame around wastefulness that we sometimes feel when decluttering is a burden that we need to let go of. It doesn't serve us to regret past decisions, but instead, I myself try to look to the future. That future is brighter, calmer, with more space for joy and opportunity when I'm not struggling to manage my home and the stuff in it. Be kind to yourself, be positive, and take power over your stuff instead of letting your stuff hold power over you. Learn from past mistakes. Gift your wanted clutter to others for whom it won't be clutter. Decluttering takes confidence, practice, and trial and error. It's not always easy, but in my opinion, it is always worth it. 
You just listened to the post titled How to Declutter Without Feeling Wasteful is Decluttering a Waste of Money by Antonia Collins of balancethroughsimplicity.com. Thank you to Antonia. Good point there with tip number one, waste comes when we purchase an item unwisely. So paying attention and having that awareness around our money and purchases is really important. If we can stop the impulse purchase before it happens, then we have a much better chance at reducing waste. But the best thing I've done, which I used to talk about a lot, but it's been a while now, so it's worth repeating, is tracking my expenses. Actually income too, but if that's too complicated or will prevent you from doing it in the first place, then simply watching every dollar spent is the perfect exercise to have better awareness around spending. There's no excuse now because the tools for doing this have gotten so much better over the years since I've been doing it. I used to do it with an Excel spreadsheet. It was very manual. I had to keep all my receipts. But now if most of your charges are to your credit card or bank account, there are tools that can automate this for you and you can see the charges come in. You'll get the notification without even doing anything. My favorite one is still YNAB. That stands for You Need a Budget. You can find our write-up about it at oldpodcast.com slash track. So that's my extra tip for you today. Thank you for being here and listening to me and for subscribing to or following the show. And I'll see you tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.